is not a time where we're gonna feel sorry for ourselves. We'll find our way through this. This is gonna make it all the much more sweeter when we get to where we wanna go. Martinez back on the track, near the wall. She's done! It's a grand John Kepler lines that in the air to left center, Hicks on the run, dives, and he made the catch! He made the play! Oh my goodness, what a catch from Aaron Hicks to end it! In that sense, both looking forward to making a deep run into postseason and ultimately bringing home the title back to New York. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Yankee Center podcast. And my God, another move from Cash God. Jameson Tyone is a Yankee. Wow, I am excited, and I have a lot of thoughts to give on this deal. Tom, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. I mean, this is a big trade, big trade. Uh, just one of those trades. It's the rare Yankees trade where you actually saw it coming, which is which is interesting because usually cash cash god moves in silence. Uh, this is mm-hmm. a player that we've been talking about a little bit in recent weeks and uh you know i'm just very excited for a 29 year old who has great stuff uh to come to the yankees hopefully get get that matt blake uh tutelage and let's roll baby (laughs) yeah man i am ready for this season now aside from a couple small needs i mean this is the rotation if we're being honest i don't think they're getting another starter i'd be shocked I would love another one. I would love to get another bona fide guy, of course. I'm just not going to count on it at all because the Yankees are pretty deep right now in their rotation. I mean, we're talking. Yeah, I mean, they have at least 10 to 12 guys that can start games. And I would say out of those 10 to 12, seven or eight of them have number three starter upside, which is pretty great. I agree. I agree. It's a very high upside rotation if you look at it. Uh, so it's def- I, I mean, it's just, it's definitely a rotation with risk, obviously, yeah, but it's also a rotation where if we can just get like four of those, of uh, four people to work out, well, more like three people to work out, everyone knows what Cole yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. So like, if you get three more guys after Cole that are pitching very well by October, uh, we're going to be we're going to be good. We're going to be uh just fine. Uh and I like I like all of these pitchers, honestly. I like all of the pitchers that we have. Uh there's not one pitcher in our rotation who if healthy I don't like, so which is nice. Uh I think I think our pitching I think because of the lack of the lack of quality on the free agent market, I think Cashman went and trade market. Cashman went for quantity over quality here but yeah. which is but like there is a, a a really high chance for quality as well yeah. like Tyone's a very talented pitcher who has great stuff like I mentioned earlier mid-90s fastball good breaking ball he kind of throws from an interesting uh angle too uh it, it's just he's a very interesting pitcher with great stuff and I, 
I just think uh, the Pirates haven't been able to get the most out of him. There's been injuries. He had one really good year. But I think there's more in the tank. I think he could be one of those Aaron Hicks-type late bloomers that comes to the Yankees and has his best days. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. And I think that we're in a place where the Yankees really didn't even need to give much in terms of prospect cost to get him, which is the best part. You know, um, from what we've heard, they've given up only um, Miguel Yahuri, um Ronzi Contreras, uh, Michael Escado, and Cannon Smith. And, I mean, those are guys that were more than expendable. While I do, I do like some of those guys, they are not guys I am – upset about losing they're not guys i penciled in as part of our future to be honest yeah exactly so when we're getting tyone in return who can for sure immediately help us this year and next year as long as he's healthy of course um that's something very exciting as a fan and just looking you know at, at the analytics of course this is a guy that has great spin rates, man. His, his velocity is solid. And it's not like this is just a guy that's only potential. I mean, he's shown that he can succeed at the major league level multiple times. In 2018, he had a really great year. In 2019, he had like a 4.10 ERA. But if you look into the FIP and expected ERA and a lot of his other stats, he was doing pretty good, good overall. And he can give some solid length. I mean, the guy had two complete games in 2018 and he had one in 2019 in the brief time he pitched yeah i mean this is a pitcher that has a ton of talent there's a reason he was picked second overall bryce harper was picked first uh manny machado was picked third uh tyone was picked second so this is a pitcher who has you know top of the line upside and uh i just think obviously the pirates haven't been able to get anything out of their pitchers in recent years i mean you look at chris archer you look at garrett cole uh tyone uh town like they all have had like one or two really good years with the pirates but like they never consistently put it together while they're in pittsburgh but i think coming to the yankees with matt blake you know garrett cole uh garrett cole's there he's one of tyone's best friends i just think uh i just think the yankees are like the perfect fit for tyone honestly i just think like this is a situation in which he could probably slot in towards the middle or the back end of the rotation. Uh, he's just coming off of his second Tommy John. So you, you slot him in towards the back and you just say, hey, man, we know you've got all the stuff. Uh, we know you're going to come in a little bit rusty from the Tommy John, but, uh, you know, we believe in you. And, uh, you know, I think Tyone's going to have a good year for himself. I do. Uh, I think at the beginning he might be a little bit rusty, but I think as time goes on and he gets more starts under his belt, I think his pitches will be even more crisp. And I think he's going to be a good Yankee. I really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have to totally agree with you on that. I think he's just going to need some time to get into the rhythm like any pitcher would after Tommy John. I mean, we saw it with, um, you know, the thing was with Tommy John, a lot. we're at the point where – a good chunk of guys come back from it looking pretty good. We are like, we're in that place in baseball. Sometimes it takes a, a full year to get back to full strength, but that doesn't mean they can't be productive in their first year back necessarily that I don't, especially in the case of Tyone, where he's going to be ready most likely for the very beginning of the season. So he will have the entire season and spring training to really get into a rhythm, which is great. So I think as long as he stays healthy by the end of the season, I think he will get into the rhythm we're all hoping for. And 
I'm just really pumped, man. Um, I'm excited to see where Cashman goes from here and the prospect cost, man. That, that's what I'm most happy about. I was slightly worried the Yankees would end up overpaying, but I think in the end, the Joe Musgrove trade is part of what maybe set his market down a little bit because when they, they didn't get much in return from Musgrove. That was a case of quantity over quality as well overall. They got five guys, but they weren't really special prospects. And this that's the same case here, except it's four guys. So I think it's kind of the same model for both pitchers. Yeah, I just uh, – the return isn't uh, too crazy, like we said. Uh, Contreras and Yahuri have talent. Uh, yeah, I don't Contreras know, is I don't the, know. Big, the big one there, but he's not I, even like elite. I've never heard of the Escado kid. I've never I've heard, heard of him, him, but I don't know much about him. I literally have never heard that man's name once in my life. <laughs> and um, I know Cannon so, Smith. And I consider myself pretty well-versed in the uh, Yankees minor league system, so it's kind of weird to hear a name get traded who I've never heard of. Cannon uh-huh. Smith I've heard of. I don't know what position Cannon Smith plays. I, I, just I, know, I, just know. I think he's an outfielder, and I'm pretty yeah, sure he's, that, he's a lefty. That was my guess. Yes, he's yeah. a lefty. He's a lefty outfielder. Ah, uh, okay. But yeah, the return, obviously, for a pitcher with the upside of Tyone, uh, just I would take. I would do this trade every day, twice on Sunday. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, especially in a championship window. Well, I mean, this is this was a no-brainer. I would have been mad if Cashman didn't do this trade. Uh, yeah. So, so I'm very happy with the trade. I do. I don't see any like downside to it. What I mean, what could the possible downside be? Even if he's bad, I mean, at least we at least we took a shot, and it's not no. Like you're totally is, right. This you're isn't totally a, a right. big money, big prospect deal. So it's like, ooh, I mean, like it's basically a, a two year flyer, honestly. Exactly, and that's the best part: the fact that he's not just under contract for this year. You have him for two years, so. If he does end up being good this year, you're going to get a really solid pitcher at a bargain price next year, which is really awesome. So I'm excited to see what he does. And I'm ex- again, I'm excited to see what Cashman has in store next because I can see him going in a lot of different directions now. The Yankees need to clear two more 40-man spots, and that was the case going into this trade. But now that we got Tyone and we got rid of a spot, the number still remains two. So with that in mind... I think Cashman does plan to either trade for a reliever, like you said, or God, God only knows, maybe he even considers trading for another starting pitcher that's low risk and cheap. I wouldn't be shocked. I don't expect it, but I wouldn't necessarily be shocked either, just because why not at this point? I mean, you're clearly going for the route of a bunch of question marks with high upside. So if that's the route they're going, might as well keep going if you see a good player available. Absolutely. Uh, this this deal... Tyone's only owed two and a half million dollars. Yep, not a lot year. at all. So, so they're staying right under the, under the tax, and they got a high upside arm. Uh, I do think that they're gonna do one, maybe one or two more moves that maybe cut the salad of uh, the luxury tax down, like potentially yeah. an Ottavino trade. But I do mm-hmm. think they're gonna actually add players as well. Just yeah, me too. Players. I think they're going to go with quantity over quality. And you got to keep in mind, in today's market, Adovino, even if he was doing pretty good, he'd still be vastly overpaid with the way the market is this year. Like, you can get two solid relievers probably for close to what Adovino's price is on the free agent market. Like, that's that's just the way it is right now. 
in the, in the, of, you know, in the market. If I'm still on the team on opening day, I'll be fine with it. It's just that I would. It's just that it depends on like the the budget stuff. Oh uh, yeah, really. that's yeah. exactly what it comes down to. Because if we're stuck at with um staying under the tax and we are at the deadline, and we can't make a move because Adovino is here. Then yeah, that becomes very problematic for the Yankees because you want to have that flexibility in case let's say things really do go wrong and Kluber gets hurt and Tyone gets hurt and the rotation is really in shambles a bit then we got to be able to have that flexibility to make a move otherwise you're looking at a total nightmare potential of a season so the Yankees no matter what they need some flexibility going into the year yep so I mean overall this has been a tremendous Tremendous deal. I just, I don't see any negative with it. Like, that's the thing. It's like, uh, usually with, with every, with like most trades, you just say, oh, this could go, this could go south here. But like, you're giving up what? Four, four low, low level prospects who have limited upside for a guy who throws not mid nineties with a nasty breaking ball and a cutter, uh, who has untapped potential. I mean, I like it. I'm gonna say it. I like it. You just, I'm very excited to see him pitch. I think he's gonna. I really do think he's gonna have a good year. I think he's gonna be a good Yankee. I don't. I don't really have anything other to like say because there's not really much to say. I think our off season is getting close to the finish line in terms of moves. I think, you know, I think the last thing that we're gonna do is probably like have to do with the bullpen like yeah. that's it yeah so like either you know, like budget cuts or bullpen moves so that's that's really all i have uh i think uh you know uh i think i mentioned this earlier tyone and garrett cole are close so yes I they think, are I think, I think uh i think that pairing is gonna really take tyone to the next level because you got to remember when garrett cole left he turned. He took his game to another level, mm-hmm. and I think Garrett Cole will help Tyone take his game to the, to another level as well, and say yeah. and like get that Matt Blake and Garrett Cole kind of tutelage, like I said earlier. Oh man, that's very exciting. Very exciting for me. Uh, I think. I think. Uh, I think this is a high upside move. All right, I got a fa- I got a fun trivia question for you. Yes. Who was the last second round, second overall pick to play for the New York Yankees? Because this is going to be our next one, but who was the last one? Just give me a moment. Uh, second overall pick. Yep. It was it was within the last few years, and it was a guy that we all did not oh, like. Dustin Ackley. Yep. There you go. Remember, Yankee Seattle legend. Mariners. Yankee Seattle legend Mariners. Dustin Ackley. Yeah, remember he was our deadline move? Yeah, I will never forget. Wow. That was actually the last time he played an MLB game, too, 2016. There's a reason for that. I know. I'm just shocked he was fully out of the sport after that. Jeez. It was terrible. That's funny. Can you imagine getting getting drafted second overall and having no baseball skill whatsoever? You know what's crazy, too? In 2015, when he was on the Yankees, in 23 games, he actually had a 987 OPS. Yeah. Which I don't okay. remember at all. <laughs> don't even want to acknowledge his existence as a yeah. human being. Just, um, I'm not necessarily even mad at him. I'm just mad at, at well, him yeah. being the only thing 
Well, I think that was what twenty. That was twenty fifteen. We got him. So. so that was when the Blue Jays. We had an eight game lead on the Blue Jays. Yeah. That was when. That was our only, only thing. Our only, our only move to combat the Blue Jays getting Tulowitzki, David Price. I think they got another person as well. They were loading up. They became like an all star team. Okay. And, and remember, they had Josh Donaldson in his prime playing third base as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then Jose Bautista was still around. I believe they still had Edwin at the time. Yep. That team was loaded. I okay? know. And so. And, um, and that, that was our one move. Yeah, you're right. And that leads to another thing we got to discuss. I mean, because there are rumors that the Blue Jays are in on Kyle Hendricks, man. And that is, I'm not going to lie, as a Yankees fan, that is a bit of a scary thought. Because I think if they got Hendricks, they would be competing with us for division. They do. At that point, they'd at least have a shot as long as things break right for them, which is something I did not expect to say. I did not be, I was not expecting to think that the Rays were probably the third place team in the division and that the Blue Jays would be competing for first with us, but they could do that, man. And People could say all they want that the Yankees need to go after Hendricks, and I agree. I mean, I to me, there's no excuse not to go and get a guy like Hendricks if he's available. But with that said, how are the Yankees going to match the Blue Jays' offer if they really want him? Yeah, the Blue Jays the have a the much have longer a farm. farm. They do. Yeah. Their farm system is stacked, and they haven't really made that many big moves over the last few years, so that's why they have so many prospects. It, their farm system is fully intact, and they can trade guys away very easily while still keeping some studs that could help at the major league level, not just in the future, but the present. Like a guy like Nate Pearson, he can easily come up and help the team in 2021. I, I, I expect that to happen because of how much help they need in the rotation. So Blue Jays are right there with us if they make a move like that. It's, it's unfortunate that the Yankees did not go for an arm with more certainty. I will say that's certainly what I wanted. Because, you know, I have some people tweeting at me, you know, I'm saying that. You know, you're you're blind if you think that the Yankees are doing the right thing here with these moves and that if we if we weren't Yankees fans, we'd be laughing. But the thing is, though, I genuinely think these moves could work out. And I and like I said, said in the chat to you, if the Rays made these moves, what would we be saying right now? Mm-hmm. What would we be saying? We would be saying uh, that. They must they know something that we don't. Yeah, they know something we don't. They're geniuses. This is obviously going to work out for them. Why can't we make low-key moves like that? That That's just the way Yankee fans are, man. So, I again, this isn't necessarily the route I wanted, but it's a route I can accept and live with when we have this many young and talented options. We have enough talent where I'm okay with the risky route. That's where I stand on it. Yeah, I mean, we got like like – Let's let's go through the rotation here. You got Cole, Monty, Tyone, Kluber, Herman, Davy, Schmidt, King. Sevy uh, eventually. Severino's gonna come back midseason, and also I I mean you could probably start Loizaga, uh, yeah. as well. So like they got they got arms, and also Albert Abreu still sticking around. Mm-hmm. So, no, you're uh, totally right. And um, also Nick Nelson. Forgot. Nick yes. Nelson. Although I think Nick Nelson is going to end up being a reliever for us this year, if I had to guess. Yeah, yeah. same with Loisio. For sure. I, I definitely think that's the route they're going. Because I, I think they want kids to step up in pitching overall, not just the rotation. I think they have hopes for Loisio and Nelson in the bullpen. Yeah, basically what we're trying to say is we have a ton of depth. 
right we now. do you know that that's the reality of it if we probably have the deepest 10-man rotation in baseball which yep. is which sounds silly it, it does and it, it to a degree it is silly but to be fair this and, is a year where yeah there's a lot of uncertainty this year after a covid year so this is a year where you really want to have that kind of depth and of course, in the Yankees' case, they really need this depth considering the reason why they have it in part is because there's a lot of guys that can get injured. And I'm on the boat of I think this will work out because, for example, Severino, do I think he's going to be an ace when he comes back? Probably not. But can he? Yeah. But even if he's not, I think he's going to be at least a number three when he's back. To me, that's a very reasonable expectation, I think, given how talented that dude is. Like, do you expect anything less from Severino when he comes back than a three? Because I know I don't. No, I think when Sevy gets back, I think that there are going to be bumps as he's first coming yeah, back. Yeah, totally. But I, I think as, like with Tyone, I think as Severino's season progresses, his pitches will get more crisp. He'll yep. have a better feel for everything. I just think it's too, it's more of a time thing. It just takes takes a little time. But I think Severino, with just his overall ability, exactly, just like he's just because he's so gifted of a of a, of a thrower of the baseball. Yeah. That even the, even without the Christmas crispness of this pitcher, I think he should be able to get through like five innings, two earned runs uh, as he's first coming back. Yeah. And then build up and become the guy that we know he is. And so I think Severino will be fine. I think our rotation overall is going to be uh, it's going to be a fun high risk rotation, but I do think that the majority of these pitchers will do do well enough. Yeah, and you know I got to say for the first time in a while my eyes are going to be so glued to spring training because I'm going to want to yeah. see how a lot of these guys are let's looking when they come looks. in. Let's see how, let's see how Tyone looks. Yeah. Yeah, because like in the past, you know, we don't we haven't had as much of that. Because really, when when it comes to spring training and looking at new guys, you you're interested in pitchers because you want to see how their stuff is looking when you get new arrivals. But we haven't necessarily had a ton, and the ones we did have, we had full confidence in, like Cole. Like we know what Cole is going to look like. So you know, it's awesome that he that when we see him in camp, but it's not like we're shocked when he does great or anything. So. With a guy like Kluber or Tyone or any of the kids like Garcia, Garcia or Schmidt or even Herman, you know, you want to see what these guys are looking like in camp because because these are people that are legitimately going to get some innings this year in the rotation. And if they pan out, you're in business, man. You are in business. So I'm really excited for spring training this year. It's going to be a fun time seeing how things play out. And this, this should be a good year, man. I, I have a lot of faith as long as Cashman plugs up the last few remaining holes on this team you know i agree i i think this is gonna be uh a really fun it's gonna be a fun season it's gonna be a very fun year i'm very excited uh you know this is awesome uh uh so yeah i mean that's that's really all i have to say i mean uh i think this is uh gonna be a really high upside rotation i'm a big upside guy i really like uh, getting players who have high upside. Me too. Uh, so it's like if you ask me to draft in the first round of the MLB draft, I'm either going to take a guy that can hit 500 foot home runs or a guy that can throw 100 miles an hour like every time. Uh, and Jameson Tyon's one of these guys, mid 90s fastball with a breaking ball. Give me that every time. Let's do. Let's do it. I'm excited. Uh, you know, can't wait for spring training. We've only got what three more weeks until pitchers and catchers report where we're going to be seeing Tyone in the Yankee uniform. So just super excited. I'm ready to go. 
Yep, I'm ready to go myself, man, and I am hoping we'll be back with another episode pretty soon. I, I again, I am, I'm going to stick with what I've been saying. I think Cashman's going rapid fire right now because we're getting closer and closer to spring training, and he still has some work he like needs to do quite literally because he needs to clear 40 man spots. And I don't think he's just going to clear those spots if he doesn't have to. I think he will try to make a trade as long as it's an option for him. So I would expect another trade coming soon. What will that be? No idea. Cause I was a, pro- a guy who was hoping that we maybe get a reliever in the pirates deal as well, but Yankees didn't go for that. That's fine. No problem there, but just go out and get another one. Cause there are plenty available on the market. So absolutely. Um, any remaining thoughts, Tom, or are you good? I'm just about good, man. Uh, yeah, uh, very excited to see what happens next. Yeah, I'm excited myself, man. Well, this has been another great episode of the Yankee Center podcast. We will be oh, back. We do soon. have to one last thing. We oh yes, yes. What's up, Eddie? Eddie liked. Uh, oh yeah, Eddie. Yes, Eddie yes, does like Eddie, this Eddie, deal. Eddie wanted us to mention that uh, because he couldn't make it here. Eddie, Eddie was a fan of Tyone. So, hi, Eddie. Yes, Eddie is definitely a big fan of this deal himself. He likes that the prospect hall wasn't too much. You know, like we've all been saying, there is no reason not to make you make this deal ten out of ten times. We're being honest. So, good move by the Yankees overall. Well. Again, shout out to Take Two. This has been a really fun episode, and I am looking forward to the next episode of the Yankee Center podcast. See you, everybody. Peace.